So picking up back um, where we were last week, we did Philippians 4 and we started at verse 4. But uh, this week I was encouraged to go back. Well, we actually started with 6. I'm sorry. We started with 4, 6 and we went through. Um, but I'm going to go back to 4, 4. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. Take pleasure and delight in him. And again, I say rejoice. Let your gentle spirit and your gracious unselfishness, mercy, tolerance, and patience be known to all people. The Lord is near. So I know rejoice in the Lord always. I know it's a very popular Israel song. Um, and other people have made songs about it. Rejoice in the Lord always. And I had a situation, you know, within myself where I had to say to God, God, always? I'm like, really? Like all the time? Rejoice? Always? Is that a real thing? Is that even humanly possible? And um, I think I got a clarity this season or this this doing this week that I could help you with. Um, rejoicing the Lord always isn't, I guess what I took it to be was no matter what's going on, rejoice. And God said, no, it's rejoicing me always, not in life and everything around you, because some things just don't bring you joy. You know, some things bring you hurt. Some things bring you pain. You know, you lose a loved one or somebody close to you. You're not going to say, oh, hallelujah, rejoice. I'm going to rejoice in the Lord right now. And people will tell you in churches, tell you, you got to worship and rejoice. And, you know, I say that's a recipe for disaster because basically what you're doing is you're trying to like avoid dealing with what you're really feeling. And you can only do that so long before that blows up in your face. Um so he said, no, it's rejoicing the Lord always, not in the circumstance or the situation. And I began to prayerfully seek out how do I rejoice in you? And it reminded me of some of the greatest Psalms where David talked about, I encourage myself in the Lord. Like at that moment, at that time when everything was, the enemies were coming at me for every side, his life is in danger, his kingdom is in danger. It's not it's just his feelings are hurt. It's not somebody says something that that made them unhappy is that all of a sudden his whole world was being threatened. And in this time, he had to encourage himself in the Lord. Well, how do you rejoice in the Lord? Well, you, you pull up and you ask God to help you most of the time, because in the moment of pressure, a lot of times you can't even remember the last good thing God did for you. You know what I mean? When you're going through it sometimes, and don't get me wrong, I'm not going through nothing, a major catastrophe or nothing like that has happened to me. It's just been the attacks of the enemy on my heart and on the, and, and on the things that matter to my heart. And, um, and so he said, well, Lord, how do I rejoice in a time like this? How do, how do you find joy? How do you, how do you even make yourself refocus? And he said, no, no. You like I went I went for a walk yesterday and um I was like, well, who should I call? And who should I get to pray with? And who should I talk to? And, who, and God said, 
talk to me. Okay, well, I I could talk to you, but I feel better when I talk to somebody about you and let them encourage me and speak to me. You know, what if you by yourself? What if you're somewhere where you can't reach somebody else? What are you going to do then? Uh, he said, talk to me. And I said, mm, can you talk to me? Because I don't really have a lot to say right now like that. It, I don't feel like what I'm going to say is going to be very, you know, positive confession-y, you know? And I found out something. Giving God the opportunity to be real with you and not religious is a powerful thing because God's like, I already know what you're feeling. So let's have the conversation. Let's talk about it. And so I began to share what I was feeling. I began to talk about different feelings that I was going through, feelings of abandonment and feelings of, you know, some other things I was going through. And um, God said to me, yeah, I know that feeling. I said, you do? He said, yeah, when I was there as Jesus. And my own disciples ran off and left me and everybody was with me. He said, yeah. As a human, I understood those feelings. I, I took this experience so I can understand what you feel. Because prior to that, I didn't know what you felt. But I became, and the scripture says that. He came in the form of man so that he can feel what we feel, that he can understand the temptations as we do. He can see the struggles and have a different kind of heart for it or compassion if that's necessary. I mean, possible, right? It's hard to imagine. But he said, I came in the form of man, so I understand all the weaknesses. And But the rejoice in him part became not trying to ignore and not acknowledge what you're going through. Are you listening to me? But saying, in the midst of all of that, I know I still have you. And I know that I have hope because I have you. And in that is where the rejoicing lives or begins or, or has its life. So the rejoicing is not jumping around, dancing and playing gospel music so loud that you don't even hear your own thoughts and, 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 and running around the house and acting like, you know, no. He said the rejoicing is in taking that peace, that solace in that even in this moment, I'm with you. Even where you feel in this pain, I got you. Even, even when you feel like you're by yourself, you're not. You can talk to me and you can tell me your real, are you listening to me? Your real human feelings, like not your church, Christians, positive confession, Holy Ghost, shouting feelings, but your real human feelings. I never felt God deserted me. I felt people did. And I felt, but God, you see this, right? And I know I just got to wait this out or walk this out, but I don't want to. I don't want to walk this out. I don't want to have to keep, so, I don't want to have to keep, but don't you understand me? But I'm trying to get you to understand, but why can't you understand? And God said, no, but I understand. And that for me was not a, a jumping around shouting thing, 
but it was a, a place of rejoicing in my inner self. You got it? Not the outer me, but the inner me. I could lay back and put my head on that and say, okay, I'm okay. So then I understood. Now let's go back to this verse, right? To rejoice in the Lord always. And the Amplifier says, delight, take pleasure in him. And again, I say, rejoice. So he's saying, rejoice doesn't mean act out front and bubbly and cheery, and I'm going to smile through it all. He said, rejoice means I take my delight and my pleasure in that time, or the fact, that's a better way to put it, thank you, Lord, and the fact that I always have the opportunity to crawl up in his lap and cry, Abba, Father. And that's the place of rejoicing. It's the knowing that you are not alone. It's the knowing that you have hope even when things seem hopeless, the knowing that no matter what the world says and how it looks like it's over to you and all your connections or your resources is not over with him. You can encourage yourself in the Lord. You can rejoice in the Lord always, even if you're not smiling, you can say, but on the inside, I'm taking rest. Even if my flesh feels pain, I can still feel joy in my heart. I can still take rest in my heart. I don't feel joy right now. And that's what I said. God, I don't feel joy. He said, but you feel rest. You feel comforted. You know that you have a solution that is me. And when you don't have a solution on the outside, what God has shown me in that walk yesterday, but you have a solution in me, I'm your solution. And when you know you have that, Everything on the outside will line up with what you know on the inside. So this is probably going to be a very, very short message, but I do want to say, rejoice in the Lord always. Find your comfort, find your place, find your conversation in him in those times when you feel like nobody else understands. And I felt like in that, I could be confident, I could say, okay. I'll be all right. Everything will be okay. The feelings will eventually line up. They have no choice. They will eventually line up. But for now, I'm going to find my peace and take my peace in him. In Jesus' name, amen.